You're listening to episode 33 of the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we talk about how to live in alignment with our values and pick our word of the year. Welcome to the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we explore how to use the science of psychology, Eastern spiritual practices like mindfulness and compassion, and the game-changing work of self-coaching so you can free your mind and free your life. I'm your host, Anna Verzoni. Hey, hey, Rebels, what's up? I hope you are digging life and that you got a lot out of last week's episode about reflecting on the past year. I'd mentioned that I call the process of reflecting on the past year and creating intentions for the new one as review, reflect, and align. So today I want to talk about the alignment part. And if you didn't hear last week's episode, don't worry about it. You can totally dive into this and get a lot out of it still, okay? All right, alignment. You know, when we are happy, what's often going on is that our outside world is in alignment with our inside world. There's consistency, integrity with what we value and how we are living our lives. So when we think about what we want to create in the next year, it's important to first get clear about what our core values are, right? Now, the quintessential self-compassion question I often ask you to ask yourself in difficult times is, what do I need right now? But we can't fully answer that question unless we also know what we value most. Now, some of you might ask, well, what's the difference between a goal and a core value? right? Well, first, goals can be achieved, whereas core values guide us after achieving our goals. Goals are destinations, whereas core values are directions. Goals are something we do. Values are something we are. Goals are set by us and core values are discovered. We discover them as we have life experiences and notice, oh, that that is important to me. Now, a lot of things can shape our core values. Some of them we just adopt as we experience the world because people suggest them to us and we just take them on sort of unconsciously. So I really want you to come into intimate awareness of your true core values, not ones that you've blindly adopted, but ones for which you've investigated and intentionally chosen yourself. So some examples of core values are compassion, generosity, honesty, integrity, loyalty, courage, kindness. And you may notice that what first comes to mind when we think of core values has to do with how we treat others. But many core values also have to do with meeting personal needs that are deeply important to us, but may not be so important to others. Some examples of personal core values are adventure, freedom, personal growth, creativity, peace and tranquility, exploration, nature, right? Okay, so I want to do a little activity with you. So if you're not driving, take out a pen and paper and close your eyes. And in your mind's eye, I want to invite you to visualize yourself in a place that you love. For me, it would be next to an alpine tarn in the Sierra Nevada, warming myself on a hot granite slab after skinny dipping in that freezing cold water. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. All right. Now, imagine that you're in your elderly years. You're sitting in this special place as you contemplate your life. 
And looking back to the time between now and then, you feel a deep sense of satisfaction, joy, and contentment. Even though life hasn't always been easy, you manage to stay true to yourself to the best of your ability. Now, which core values are represented in that life, in that life where you've managed to stay true to yourself to the best of your ability? For example, adventure, freedom, compassion, peace, loyalty, pleasure, meaningful work. And write those down if you can. Now think about what activities make you feel like you are living in alignment with your core values. Remembering also your personal core values. Is it traveling, climbing, skiing, volunteering, going on retreats, exercising in nature, camping, meditating, more time with the kiddos? Now drop back inside, right? After you've made that list, drop back inside and ask yourself if there are any ways that you are not living in accord with your core values or ways in which your life seems to be out of balance with your values, especially the personal ones. And feel free to pause this between all of these prompts and think about this too. For example, with this most recent one, perhaps you're too busy to spend much quiet time in nature, even though nature is something you really value. And if you have several values that feel out of balance, don't shame yourself, okay? I know that's where a lot of us like to go. That's not what this activity is for, okay? So just notice, where are you not living in alignment with your core values? Okay, now for the next step, just pick one that feels especially important for you to work with and write it down. Now, when we are not living in alignment with our values, it's important to identify the obstacles that are there. We all have obstacles that prevent us from living in accord with our core values, right? Some of these may be external obstacles, like not having enough money or time or having other obligations. So take a minute and think about this and then write down any external obstacles to living in alignment. And there may be some internal obstacles obstacles getting in the way of you living in alignment with your core values. In fact, these are usually the most prominent things that keep us from living in alignment. For example, are you afraid of failure? Do you doubt your abilities? Or is your inner mean girl getting in the way, that inner critic, right? So drop inside and think about this and then write down any internal obstacles you become aware of. You know, one of my values is compassion. And I remember there was a point in my relationship where I was not being very compassionate. And I was like, I am so out of alignment. I mean, I was yelling and blowing up and freaking the fuck out, right? And I was, first of all, missing the component of self-compassion to help me soothe myself because I was in this sort of fight or flight mode of just barely you know, doing the basic things I could in my life and keeping it together. But also I realized, you know, what was keeping me from opening to compassion with my partner? And a lot of that actually was in addition to the external things like being the primary breadwinner, being the one to have to provide the health insurance and all that kind of stuff, the internal obstacles were the most powerful to keeping me from feeling that compassion, like holding on to the resentment, wishing that things were different than they were, wishing he was different than who he was, right? 
And it wasn't until I could clearly see the internal obstacles that I was creating that I could start living in alignment with my value with him, right? So drop inside, think about it, and write down any internal obstacles you become aware of. Now, because we can often get in our own way when we see our obstacles and we can feel overwhelmed by them, consider if self-compassion could help you live in alignment with your true values. Just like the example I gave, right? Like I needed to do a practice self-compassion in more ways through things like self-care, right? I thought I was giving myself enough, but I wasn't. I wasn't honoring my needs, my personal core values as much as I needed to. I had a story about how, well, that was part of being a mother, right? (laughs) Which didn't help anyone, by the way. So another example, self-compassion could help you deal with internal obstacles like your inner critic, right? Or is there a self-way self-compassion could help you feel safe and confident enough to take new actions or risk failure, all right? Not being afraid of failure, not judging yourself if that might happen or letting go of things that are no longer serving you. And this is really important to those insurmountable obstacles that are there that keep you from living in alignment with your values. Do you have any of those insurmountable obstacles? And by those, I mean things that you have no control over. And by the way, you have control over more than you think, right? With your mind. But what are some insurmountable ones or that seem insurmountable for now? Because you can remain open to the idea that they're not. But for now, where can self-compassion step in when you're reflecting on that hardship? So maybe you offer yourself some words of appreciation and respect for your core values. Now think about if there's some way that you can express this value in your life that you haven't considered before, even if the expression of that might be incomplete for now. And what I mean by that is, for example, maybe you can't travel like you want to right now. But can you take more local adventures or have some photos up in your office about where you want to go next? Or maybe you love festivals. Can you have a virtual dance party with some friends? We did this on a Wake the Fuck Up Wednesday we had a few months ago. It was awesome. Okay. I also want you to remember that often our feelings of dissatisfaction, frustration, and anxiety, they arise out of an awareness that we are not living in accord with our core values. When those emotions come up, they're often great information that something is out of alignment. So these days when I feel anxiety, I'll ask myself, what is out of alignment right now? Lately, it's when I'm not getting enough sleep or I'm taking on too much so that I don't have enough time to have fun. So keeping that in mind, one way to help orient ourselves to our core values is to make a vow or set an intention. Now, a couple episodes back, I talked about how I was devoted to adventure. So let me just clarify, what is a vow or an intention? It's an aspiration to which we can continually reorient ourselves when we've gone a little bit astray in our lives. A vow anchors our life in what matters most, a compass of sorts, right? It's not a binding contract. And it's important that we need to be very compassionate with ourselves when we notice we've strayed from our core values, right? No shame or self-recommendation again, okay? And then refocus instead on our core values again. We reorient. We take the compass bearing. 
So there's a Buddhist practice uh, called the Nyungnye practice where you do them during full moons, right? And it's a time to really just kind of purify, detox, and reorient to the values that are important to us, right? Like maybe for one person that's the precepts, right? The five like lay precepts or something or whatever it is, but to have this regular practice times of the month, right? Where we reflect on, ah, let me just check in again. How far have I strayed from my core values? And I just loved when I was doing that practice regularly. I was living at a Buddhist retreat center, Vajrapani Institute, and I would do that regularly. And it was so awesome, right? No shame, just checking back in. We reorient, get back into alignment. So now see if you can write down one core value that you want to be more aligned with and write it in the form of a vow or intention. Like I vow to blank as best I can. I vow to spend more time doing blank. Or I vow to spend more time, money, and energy being blank. And close your eyes and repeat your vow, your deep intention silently. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. (laughs) And notice, how does it feel when you set your intention in this direction? Does it feel right? And if you like, Repeat your intention every morning or at the end of the day or both. You know, when you first wake up and when you're falling asleep, these are very impressionable times of day that can help a new intention sink in. It can also be helpful to remember the small ways in which you acted consistently with your core values each day, how you went for a walk, even if you didn't get out for the big hike or big ski, right? How you didn't escalate an argument, even though you may have had more of a tone that you'd have liked to be a little different. (laughs) So it's important to acknowledge the ways we do make progress, however small. Now, once we've gotten clear about our core values, and once we've reflected and learned from the past, now we are ready and ripe to create our intentions for the new year in a way that is truly aligned with who we are and the life we want to create, right? Those things are the difference between a good idea and an intention. A good idea is just that, an idea. An intention, a resolution, on the other hand, has a clear vision and a plan, a plan based on reflection and wisdom gained. And starting here is an essential part of building a good foundation for your next year. So I hope you can see how when you go through this process, you don't waste as much time, money, and energy on goals that don't serve your highest purpose. It's so easy to get distracted by what we think we should be aiming for instead of what our heart wants, what actually does serve our highest purpose. This process can help you avoid focusing on things that you'll end up realizing way later that they weren't what you really wanted or needed. Okay, Rebels, so set that intention for the core value you want to prioritize in the next year. Maybe this can even be your word of the year. When we pick a word of the year, it helps guide us. When we have to make decisions in the next year, we can ask, does this move me towards freedom or away from it? Does this move me towards kindness or away from it? Towards nature or away from it? Towards more ease or joy in my life or away from it? So you see? Whatever your value is that you want to devote yourself to, that can guide you. 
And when you commit to this, devote yourself to this, making it happen is as good as done. If you like what you heard, please spread the love and share it. And if you know you need some help with this and want to learn more about how to free your mind and free your life, go to rebelbuddhist.com and grab my free Rebel Buddhist Toolkit, where you'll receive a video training on cultivating resilience, access to the private Rebel Buddhist group where I do weekly live sessions on topics just like this, and a copy of the gorgeous Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, and more for free. That's rebelbuddhist.com.